Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. And Sarah, I have a question for you. Oh, lay it on me. Okay. What do these couples have in common? Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, and Megan King and Christian Schaaf. They're kind of Z-listers, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know who Christian Schaaf is or Megan yeah, King. Yeah, me neither. Okay, what do they all have in common? Just like that they're the first, first marriages? They all announced their breakups or divorces within a week of Thanksgiving. Whoa. Okay. Now, this is a deep dive I would like to do for fun because there's got to be a reason. Well, the reason is for PR. The reason is because if you announce your breakup at 5 p.m. the day every reporter is out for four days, there's going to be no speculation or gossip about it. Whoa, whoa. Wow, so this is why this podcast, again, is so very valuable because it's not just about the astrology. It's it's also about how PR is as occult controlling as the cosmic. Like also they will announce other things that they don't want people to know about. Like Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, their relationship was confirmed over the Thanksgiving break last year because like Rihanna doesn't need fame for her relationship. So she's like, oh yeah, let's get it out now so that people don't make a big deal about it. So it happens a lot on Fridays at 5 p.m big bombshells will drop but thanksgiving is an especially good one and christmas is not as good because a lot of reporters still have to work throughout christmas week thanksgiving is really our biggest chunk of time off of public holidays that we get as a country fascinating molly that's why the turkey drop is the way to go if you're a celeb and i was saying to you when we were planning today's episode i was like damn no one's doing anything and then i was like i know why no one's doing anything it's because they're waiting like probably within the next hour while we're recording this, something wild is going to drop. Well, and that's also why I'm like, does it matter if we put up a bunch of episodes right now? Everybody's sitting in the car for five hours. Either you're doing something and you're waiting for like the actual something to drop or you're truly not doing anything. Exactly. And the reason why Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, why their PR would be like, oh yeah, do it in the week before Thanksgiving. It doesn't have to be the day before. I would say as a former editor, it's because in the week before Thanksgiving, you're planning out your content for that entire time. Like you're having all your writers write evergreen content and schedule it for the days off. So all the reporters are swamped and the bloggers are swamped in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. And then there's nobody on duty or there's like one person on duty after that. This is so interesting because actually on the episode you just posted that you do not have to listen to because you are not a part of the Trashler Nation family. Sorry. But 
It's okay, but one of the things that Casey and I were literally asking about last night, because there's this big scandal, the last couple to get engaged and they were doing this big press tour about how amazing it's all going, there's been all this speculation about this other guy that was like also on the season being their like best friend. Well, it turns out there was a breakup and now it comes out that they're together and well, Casey and I were trying to figure out the timeline and it's like, because we were trying to figure out like, were they lying? Like, why would you lie? Like, And now it's like, oh, that just answers the question. So listeners, thank Molly because she does come in with the layup in the end and slam dunk us into being highly educational. That's why. It's because all of it is t- timed like a content calendar. Yes, exactly. Wow. Their PR team did that on purpose. Wow. And I think we should call it the turkey drop, which I didn't make up. I love it. Turkey drop is when you, another phenomenon that I'm sure you as the Lothario you are, are familiar with is when you're in college and you go away freshman year and then you come home and break up with your high school boyfriend at Thanksgiving. Oh shit. Okay. So what was, what I was thinking, that's, so first of all, I had never heard the term turkey drop, but I really, really like that. And my version of the turkey drop actually what I was thinking while you were telling, because t- t- I'm always trying to connect it to the cosmos. That's my role here on this pod. And what I was thinking when you were talking about, like, why we hear about all the celebrity breakups, it's also kind of analogous to the turkey drop that what I would say the turkey drop is, which is, like, everyone returns home for the first time since beginning that college year. And that's why, like, that night before Thanksgiving crunk, like, it is debaucherous because on the at the end of the day... No one's really got time to like, you can't hang out tomorrow. No one's really going to remember people. are. It's like, it's like a high school reunion every year where like, it's like either you come back really fat or you come back with news that you want everybody to know, or you come back and you like, you know, fuck someone that has been your crush since they were a senior and you were a freshman or something. And either way, everything kind of gets swept under the rug because no matter what, the next day, everybody is hungover at Thanksgiving with their family, then just goes right to bed. And then it sort of just fades into the abyss. Yeah. I wrote a comedy about it. I wrote a screenplay called Thanksgiving Eve. So no one steal that idea. Okay. We got to start. We got to start trademarking all of this. I know. Also, I was talking to Sam, you know, friend of the pod, Sam Rhodes, who wrote our theme song. I was his special guest on his podcast this week. Segment Entertainment. Check it out. Throw a link in the show notes. I think people oh, we, I will. We have fans. We, we, people love you. I Oh, thank you. I don't. I Oh, thank you. I'm not going to say anything. Very good, Molly. I was just going to say, they think it's very good. So, okay. I was on Sam's podcast, Segment Entertainment, and I explained Thanksgiving to him. And one thing he asked me, he was like, well, he was very combative, I will say. He was like, if Thanksgiving's so great, how come all your movies about Christmas? And I was like, first of all, Thanksgiving's not so great. It's just kind of there. But it's it's just a holiday that we can all agree on because it's secular. Why are there no movies? Because, like, white guilt. Well, that's probably the new reason, but right, the old right. reason was because those movies won't perform well in other countries because they don't have oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, wow, wow. Profit over Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> Whoa. You are so. really smart, Molly. I'm so glad you have this background. I'm learning so much. Thank you. <laughs> You're really smart, too. I want to promo something that we're doing on Friday. It's called Hyanna the, the musical. musical. And Sarah and I are going to get high and watch Diana the musical. We're going to synchronize our watches. We're going to watch it together. So we will be inviting everybody else to also get high and watch it with subtitles and listen to our commentary. Do it with your family. Everybody gets stoned and listen to our commentary as you watch. I also think, I don't want to get too excited, but to me, what we're really doing is beginning the research phase of Out of Africa, the musical that we are going to write first in our long string of musical comedies that take us to the top. That we have planned. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm, yeah, hi, Anna. Diana, the musical. 
before we get into Megan on Ellen, I do think we should do mini non-royal news. Excellent. Will Smith pukes after he has orgasms or used to. Wait. Chrissy Teigen got eyebrow implant surgery and it looks really weird. We can skip Gaga thinking she's doing an Italian accent because it's just me being so <laughs> a Russian accent. You're fucking hilarious. I mean, I will say they're not that random of topics because it is like we are talking about American royalty with both of these characters. Do you think Chrissy Teigen is American royalty? I think she's like American, uh, not royalty, but like she's definitely in the she, first of all, she wants to be. Second yeah. of all, she's I'm trying to think of like a, the equivalent in the UK. It's like to me, she's like. I don't she's know. Like are there any famous hanger honors? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's maybe like, yeah, I don't know. She's not a Piers Morgan because all the Fox people are Piers Morgan, but I don't know. It was funny because when Megan went on Ellen, a lot of the comments were like, all they need is Chrissy Teigen for like the bullying trifecta because Ellen and Megan have both been accused of bullying as well. And I was and like, how interesting, right? It's this coming together of the bully now bullying each other. Uh, right. It's karma so is completing. I will say, I, I also want to say, I don't believe the bullying allegations against Meghan Markle. I'm going to need to see receipts for that. But I agree. I think that, that she is a bullshit person, but I don't think she is. I think she's a conniving bullshit person. I don't think she would ever act like a bitchy bully to someone. Right. I think she's probably really nice and fun to hang out with. That's mm -hmm. what like everyone says on the Suits cast and everything. I think she's just like she got in over her head and Harry is, has done absolutely nothing to help her. Like I think that's really what it is. Well you and know? she has that Libra she has so it's that Leo Libra so from a Leo perspective she gives a big shit about being regal and and expressing herself and feeling like she's just out here playing having fun like everybody sees her being like a big big ball of heart. But low key, that Libra moon, we've talked about this a lot, where it's like Libra on the one hand is diplomacy, she's doing it, is balance, is making nice. At the same time, it can be sort of emotionally like removed and really controlling and trying to make justice, serve justice, whatever you think justice is. So she's working and really hard to play a part even if what's happening underneath the surface is that she's like boiling over. Yeah, Libras can convince themselves of anything. An ill-suited Libra can equivocate like nobody else. That's what I think is going on with her. But I do agree with you that Will Smith is American royalty 110%. So this was a really funny story. He, he has a memoir called Will, and he talks about how he started having sex with a gazillion people after his like after his like second breakup or something. Yeah, and people were making fun of it, and I kind of was making fun of it too, just because I was like, celebrities are always saying, "Don't ask personal questions," and then they say shit like this while they're promoting a tennis movie. But well, I, it's like, don't ask personal questions, but I will offer up to you some questions that you would answers to questions that you would never fucking ask. Right. And then when you ask me to elaborate, I will be like, how dare you? And have my publicist walk me out of the room. Right. So he said he got cheated on by this woman who was only the second woman he had ever had sex with. And then he said over the next few months, he started having sex with gazillions of people and he started to develop a psychosomatic reaction to ejaculating. He said, I had sex with so many women and it was so constitutionally disagreeable to the core of my being that I developed a psychosomatic reaction to having an orgasm. It would literally make me gag and sometimes even vomit. So despite this adverse reaction, this is from page six, he continued to sleep with women in hopes that they would cure his heartbreak. And then they have 
this really funny, sad photo of him in the 90s. They're so funny. He was hoping, oh, this actually makes me understand like sex addiction. So he said, in every case, I hoped to God this beautiful stranger would be the one who would love me, who would make this pain go away. But invariably there I was retching and wretched. And the look in the eyes of the women even further deepened my agony. So he's saying oh. he's having sex with all these women because he's thinking this is the, this is the one time that it's gonna, it's gonna solve all my problems. I never thought of it that way. Like the whole thing of sex addiction. I just thought it was like, people having a lot of opportunities to have sex and just doing it because why not but yeah this is sad a little bit of a tiny violin situation i would say but i'm glad he, he i'm glad he uh fixed it he seems to be doing better now so i'm wondering what is his astrological reason for this so first of all he is a gemini ascendant he leads with looking for mirrors or partners his venus is at the last degree of libra 29 libra so actually yeah his heart is looking for balance I mean, after 29 Libra, it goes into Scorpio. So he's looking for his wife. He's looking for the person to actually move into the deep, dark realm of intimate love with. His moon is in Scorpio, and he's a Libra sun. So this is actually a tale of a Scorpio searching for somebody to really bond intimately with. And he was just kind of looking for anybody because his North Node purpose and Chiron wound are in Aries. He was trying to heal his sense of self. That wound is the purpose of his life, which is why now he's in such a forward, loving, open relationship with these two super leader progressive kids because his purpose was to have a wounded sense of self that then brought him into this search for a mirror to partner with, which ultimately made him puke after he came. LOL. I would rather, that's like, yeah, I won't go into an analogy, but it's, yes, you know, why do we still drink? You know what I'm saying? LOL. So it's like, it's like, you know what, sometimes you just find out you can only drink organic tequila. You're not an alcoholic, you don't have a problem, but certain things don't fit fit with your body. But when we found that Tito's work party on, yeah. right? Organic, who knew, right? So it was Jada, it wasn't sex. He, he found somebody to, to come in all the time. And then if there was going to be expiration, it was like on the table because Red Table Talk, they talk about it all. So this is really about... Uh, the, the sort of whole access of Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, because the other piece of it is that his Mars is in Virgo, his Jupiter is in Virgo, and his Uranus is at the last degree of Virgo. So really, what is he, on a soul level, what expands, what is he, why is he so of service regardless? Because he's, he, in nature, his Mars, he is turned on by, fueled up by purity and service and, and care, you know, but then Jupiter expands whatever is going on. So if he's not taking care of his soul self, Jupiter will have him Virgo mental health, bodily health, puking. And then that Uranus at the last degree of Virgo right near his son. It's like when he was doing Libra as a son in a bad way, it's almost like the reverb was that Uranus right there conjunct his son, but at the last degree of Virgo was like, eh, wrong pussy. I love that. It makes a lot of sense. And I'm really glad he figured it out because I think he's a really nice, good person. I love him. Chrissy Teigen, who is, you know, I would say was trying to occupy the place in the American consciousness that is occupied by Will and Jada. She was, you know, Could her she be and like John Margaret Thatcher. No, no. So I hope she hears that and feels good about that. That we see you, Chrissy. No, Margaret Thatcher's terrible. Well, so is Chrissy. I know, but I'm saying she's not going to feel good about it. But anyway. Yeah, well, right. But at least she's like a woman of power who was like a huge part of the third season of The Crown. Like, but if you put urine in the cookbook because you're bullying a 17-year-old, you are Thatcher bad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So she 
has been, you know, trying to sort of get back in the public's good graces. She she was posting stuff about how much it sucks to be canceled. You know, I feel like she's just been biding her time trying to figure things out. I am going to say, I think that she saw one of my tweets and has taken my advice. I'm sure that's not the case, but listen to this. She posted something about how she had had buckle fat removal, which is when they remove your little like the fat on the bottom half of your cheek, sort of your, like between your cheek and your jowl, that little, that little strip. So she had posted something about that and I retweeted it. And I was like, I know we're all mad at Chrissy, but if she's going to start revealing celeb plastic surgery secrets, I think we can talk. And now, and now I'm sure I wasn't the only person who said that. And probably a lot of people said that. And she was like, no, but you really, as Capricorns, from one Capricorn to another, like we are really down there at the bottom of the iceberg, moving it over before the Titanic even hits it. Like your Mars is in the eighth house in Scorpio. You and I are doing occult work. Who influences the influencers? Space Trash Podcast. Right, 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 right. It would be great if we also were influencing the masses as well, but that will come with time. Yeah, it's all good. Yes, quality over quantity. So it's Mm -hmm. good. So now she's back in the news again because she decided to post about her eyebrow transplant surgery, which is hilarious because it sounds like you had an eyebrow growing on your ass and they put it on your face. (laughs) That's not what what it is, is they take hair from the back of your neck. Everybody's back of their neck is a little hairy, you know. They took hair from the back of her neck and they put it on your eyebrow. So now she's got these like bushy Bert and Ernie eyebrows. This is like she, the Brazilian butt lift of eyebrows? Yes, of hair. That yeah. is exactly it. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's really inspiring because how many times have you been like plucking a whisker out of your chin and been like, why can't I get rid of, or why can't I get rid of my pubes and just have thicker hair on my head like why is all the hair in the places that we don't want it to be so this is smart and genius any form of recycling I can get behind right so she even the way she announced it even was humble braggy typical model models love to talk about how they never wear makeup. you are mm-hmm. giving us all face and body dysmorphia with the amount of makeup you wear on your photo shoots and the airbrushing and the fakery and hey, I why don't you make sure we know that even if you're not that you're always wearing makeup so we don't fucking kill ourselves down here the normal people. right also I don't care if you wear makeup off duty none of us are seeing you that doesn't make you like a good person. So she- Right, right. It's actually simply for vanity. Right. So she posted, I never wear makeup if I can avoid it. So I was so excited for this eyebrow transplant surgery where they take hairs from the back of your head. And she posts this wild photo. I mean, if she didn't well, say that she had taken hair from the back of her, if, if I didn't picture two eyebrow shaped bald patches on the back <laughs> of her head and then see this photo, I wouldn't have noticed anything was amiss. But just knowing that it's the wrong hair in the wrong place, you're just like- what it's it's jarring right well dude okay so uh my senior year of high school oh my god believe it or not this plays into the theme oh the whole thing which is we did lame is and at mm-hmm. one point i'm one of the you know it's like we do like a rigorous show schedule in the new, new jersey manhattan suburb public school system theater department right so we had like a grueling like show schedule there were like seven shows or whatever at one of the last shows we couldn't find valjean who was at the time my gay boyfriend 
beard. Mm. And so Gwen ended up, she was like art department. She's brilliant. She cut her hair, glued it onto his face to be the beard in like the last two shows of oh. Les Mis in high school. And it, it, it was jarring. Yeah. Talk about Pluto return. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that this is the conversation and that is the conversation and it goes back to Les Mis. I'm telling you, the, it's not that we're focusing too much on the royals. It's that the, that the royals are focusing too much on the fucking royals. And we haven't realized how much this focus on the royals has influenced our everyday life and how, in fact, it is not going to remain. Exactly. So she got heat for it on Twitter. Page six writes, someone said the world is <laughs> going to hell in a handbasket. But thank heaven that Chrissy Teigen was able to transplant her eye brows rich people problems blah 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 so I mean, then i have she to tell you something my way really quickly about your theory chrissy's midheaven meaning her legacy and the way that the public sees her as a celebrity is on your ascendant and her north node is on your moon in the 11th house internet oh i do God. i think that's because the first thing I, when i read this i was like why is this news who even fucking cares but it's because you actually gave her if you, if you want to get out of cancel culture slowly the very least you could do is tell us the truth about your beauty treatments and so that's why this is news because of you okay chrissy i am not a life coach but i can coach your life just retweet us just re- yeah. just leave a review and people are saying you're out of touch with reality blah 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 i mean it is pretty insane that she didn't know that there was going to be a backlash for this she has no social code whatsoever remember when she tweeted that her mom loses like three pairs of airpods yes i I always call them airbuds which i know i do too i always call them airbuds and they're like the dog movie and it's like no the buds that are air yeah 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 but yeah she she is always posting stuff that people are getting annoyed about because it's so out of touch she posted the daily mail story and said why are people so riled up over any little thing i do you're gonna give yourselves a heart attack and it's like you're posting it to get back in the public eye why are you sending a news brief about your back of the neck hair now being suddenly moved to the front of your face. (laughs) Yeah, like... You had somebody write a press release. You're sharing the information and people are... Responding. Yeah. She is tied up and twisted in a lot of ways. I know. It, it... like I feel bad because I I'm know. just like, like I think she's a popular girl. I think she's got real life friends. But the issue is, well, it, this is really astrological actually now that you mention it, but what I will say is like I think the big pain here is that she is a popular girl and she really does not know that. Oh, Chrissy. Yeah. I think she That's... feels very wounded, like leading with the wound even though that's actually not how she's presenting. Oh. She's actually leading with like beauty and art. But to her, it feels like she's leading with her embarrassing face and body. Right. And it's like, no, you were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Like, you're never going to be relatable, ever. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Why is this news coming out now, astrologically? First of all, her Saturn is at one degree of Sagittarius, which is where the South Node not only is right now, but yesterday on the 23rd of November, and really still today, but yesterday was exact, the sun was in the same place as the last degree of the eclipse cycle that we've been going through since June 2020. So when the sun is conjunct the South Node, what's being flooded, what's being, what we're remembering from the past life, the beliefs, the the attitudes, and then actually ultimately letting go of or starting new cycles around happened exactly on her Saturn, which is like lessons, responsibilities, like what she's here to, she, she has the same Saturn as us. She's a Saturn and Sag as well, but it's like, that's what she's, she's here to challenge belief systems and 
try to be that fun party girl, but sometimes it, it goes wrong. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Like Saturn, you do have a responsibility to do that work. And she's also a sun in Sagittarius. So it's like she is just trying to introduce like a really fun thing to do with the back of your neck hair and getting backlash for it. That's what Saturn is. I want to know how much it cost. Mm, I bet we could just, well, you know, maybe somebody low key is like paying for this and that's why it's news because I bet that like the SEO on eyebrow transplant, if it only leads to one doctor in LA, not only could we get the price, but we're going to know who paid for this. Yeah. She tagged her doctors. So then there we go. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, Three thousand to six thousand dollars. <laughs> it's just not on my list of most important things to do. But right, that's like similar to the cost of a nose job. Yeah, but you should feel nothing but shame because your power is as strong as I've been telling you it is, and you're why she did this and shared. My power is what? You're stronger than you want to admit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think. Well, you're Chrissy, why. if you saw me say that you need to start sharing all the celeb plastic sur- surgery secrets, thank you. Yes, thank you, and it's true, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But you also can't get butt hurt mm-hmm. because you're really fucking rich, and that's well, and really- like celebrities in general. How about like if you're gonna hoard all of the money and the power and the fame? How about you don't hoard the like good feelings too? Like yeah. You got, there it does have to be a little balance, people. Let Malala have the good feelings. And right. The rest, the rest of you can. Malala gets, right. Could not agree. Malala and even like Greta Thornburg, whatever her name is, Amanda Gorman. Let's actually give the good feelings to the celebrities that are really doing something with their accidental power and clout. And why don't you just take a few hits? If you're going to get in the ring, prepare to box. Right. Also, I mean, it goes without saying, and I say this all the time, there's there's a reason why you never really hear that much about Malala and Greta unless they're doing official business, and even then it's still boring because we right. don't want to hear about good people. It's boring. Right. Well, actually, we- I want to say that, that Greta isn't boring inherently. It's just the same thing as like when you were like, like I was like a really powerful 10 year old performer. But as I got older, like as she becomes an adult, she's just going to become an adult. Like JTT, she's aging out of the years where this is phenomenal because she's doing this at like 11. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also- It's going to get, it's as interesting, now it's peaked in terms of interesting. Yeah, but also like talking about climate change is boring. That's why we aren't fixing it. It's just it's, it's just boring. So it's right, like now we're just getting off on riling up Greta to see what this eleven year old comes up with in terms of prose. Yes. How dare you? I love her. I fucking love her. But that's my point. If Chrissy Teigen was a really really nice person and a great person who we all one hundred percent admired, we would just hear from her when she was doing like a UN speech once a year. Right. A little bit more Amal Clooney. Yes. More Amal, less them all. Yeah. Embrace the chaos that is your brand. You are a chaos person. Honestly, the reason why she went after Courtney Stodden is because she saw a lot of herself in Courtney Stodden. Well, and she probably has some arrested development at 17 where she was still mad at the blonde pretty girls and she saw an opportunity to, even with you, she's taking your advice because she's like, a blonde pretty girl? Okay. No, she couldn't see me. My my No, your picture is your picture. It was a cartoon for a while. Oh. Well, blonde is blonde. When I watched the Ellen Markle clip, when she says, say that five times fast, first thought was, oh my God, they stole it from the Space Trash podcast. Then I was like, Sarah, you've not been in the streets long enough. Like, that's obviously a hack joke. Like, that's not like, but so then I was looking out for the reason I watched that whole boring ass clip was just to hear if they actually stole it from us. Duchess of Sus- Sus- say it five times fast, could be something other people hypothetically have, you know what I mean, Ryan. Yeah. But if they said, this is the Duchess of Succus, and I know her name, Succus. Then I would know they stole. Now we can talk Markle on Ellen. So I almost stopped watching when I realized they weren't going to do 
my R. Kelly remix of her title. It was one of the most PR-heavy interviews. It, it could not seem less natural. It was like, tell us about this. What was that again? And Megan's like, oh, yeah, here's a funny bit. This tell funny us your bit. relatable car story. Right. When I was back here in the day, my, I was so poor that my key wouldn't even open the car door. You know, and it was like a cute little anecdote. But it was like, that is one of those things where, you know, you put it in the file cabinet where you go, someday when I'm on a podcast or on Ellen and I remember these days, I'm- I, I just don't think she was that poor. Her dad was an Emmy winning lighting director. He was, he had a union job on Married with Children. She went to Sacred Heart Girls School. It's like an expensive private school in LA. So then what I take from that is that it wasn't that she was so poor that she couldn't fix the problem. It was that she was a naughty crunk bitch and like didn't want anyone, dad, I actually like- Tried to drunk drive and I snapped the key in half. Whatever. I think her battery died in her clicker. Oh. Why didn't... Okay. But couldn't you use the key manually? I don't know. It's just my conspiracy theory. Yeah, because keys, battery... I don't even know if they had batteries then. I mean, is she our age? Is she a little older than us? She's 40. Either way, the clicker is the clicker, but you always have a key that opens the car door. No, I think it's like something got lodged into the lock. Yeah. So, okay. I think the biggest talking point from this interview is the fact that she has an open bullying investigation against her and she's still one on this show that is like Ellen is known as an alleged bully. It's like she made a toxic workplace. So that was a wild PR choice. The second thing is obviously, yes, it was a huge softball interview. She didn't ask her anything about the royal family. She didn't ask her anything about the fact that she had gotten caught perjuring herself three days earlier and apologized to the court for it. And I actually didn't finish the whole thing. Was she selling anything at the end? Was it just about the children's book? No, she just like announced in a donation at the end, I think. So I saw okay, so I saw it until that. It was almost the kind of thing where it's like, because they do talk about how like they're neighbors. And so it's like, while Megan's complaining about all the bad press, I could see Ellen being like, oh, come on the show. Like it was just like a Megan congeniality PR stop. Yeah. So this is the big question that I have. Do you think that Ellen was trying to get under her skin at all? Because, you know, she did talk a lot about how good of friends they are. But a lot of people were saying like, oh, Ellen loves to humiliate her guests. She made her squat. She made her do all this stuff. When you do politics or when you become famous, they always say, don't ever be photographed eating in public, doing this, this, and this, because it'll be used against you because it will be an embarrassing photo. And that little stunt where she talks into the earpiece and they're clearly on like the Ellen lot, it, it was so embarrassing. So do you think that Ellen was getting a little bit of a of a thrill out of it? I think Ellen and Markle had discussed this beforehand because the truth is- They did. Markle's not a royal. Markle was a suitcase girl in the one, what was the show called again? Deal or No Deal? Deal or No Deal. Right? And she really was working on that lot to do whatever. You and I both, as comedians and struggling entertainment people, eat on camera. You know what I'm saying? I think that she was- Yeah, to, but not when you already got the Duchess title. Yeah, but she doesn't want- she wants the Duchess title the same way that Harry wants the Prince Harry title. But what they really want more than anything is the your regular neighbors who are really cool and care about mental health title. She's, she's going on an I'm normal campaign. I'm like you campaign. I don't think it's I'm like you. I think it's I'm awesome. And I'm I think great. it's I'm awesome. Yeah, it's, it's but it's, but it's like I'm awesome because I'm a girl you would chill with. Yeah, that's what they both want. They just both want everyone to love them. And then at mm -hmm. the same time, Harry is doing all these statements about like the press is terrible and all this stuff. But one thing that I there was like two parts with. Ellen that really I was like I think that's a dig the part where she says can you say Duchess of Sussex five times fast which you stole from us right because it's like really we're still using your title right this is America your title's clunky as hell like when Frankie yeah, it's a would, bad title right it's like getting the title's a lemon 
I know. I remember even when they got those titles, I was like, come on. You had, you gave them the most clunky Sussex? It's so hard to say. It is as clunky as Chrissy Teigen's new eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Even Fergie, who got her toes sucked by her financial planner, is Gosh. Duchess of York. And then the other thing was when Megan was like, yeah, I would drive past the security guys and they'd be like, good luck. And Ellen was like, they knew you? And oh my God, like, right. Yeah, yeah, they knew me because I was always there. And Ellen was like, wait, why? but why did they know you? Ellen, go along with the story. Why well, are you Ellen's asking? not her? a very good yes. That's why she's a stand-up comedian and not an improviser. She's not a big proponent of the yes and. Right, but I feel like was she genuinely like, oh, I want to know? I think when she's on the show, she's in a character of talk show host Ellen. I can hear myself doing it sometimes too. And like even on coaching calls, my response is in a character that I'm playing. And it happens sometimes if I'm like, I'm not fully, like even with you, I just did that whole Will Smith thing before and you were pulling plastic out of your dog's mouth. And when you come back and you go, yeah, that's really interesting. It makes sense. It's like, yeah, you could have asked some questions. You didn't, you bear, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the right thing to say to move the show along. I think that Ellen was being like, I don't believe you that the security guards waved and said good luck. I think she was playing the character of like, let's remind everyone that Megan started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, I guess so. She's also very dry. I also want to say, I'm actually an Ellen apologist. Really? I think, yeah, I don't know why. I think she's one of the greatest living stand-up comedians on planet Earth right now. Yeah, she's really good at stand-up. And I, I respect her it, it, talent beyond. Go yeah, I think the biggest thing, the, there's two things. She's a boomer, so she doesn't get that you yeah. can't treat people like shit at work anymore. And the second thing is, I always hated the be kind mantra because I always say anyone who's spouting that is full of crap. And well, it has to remind them. You and I aren't being like, remember to be kind because it's like, uh, duh, we're being kind like whatever anybody's saying over and over and over again is the thing that they need that's why even for me like uh, you know it's like you're a star or like I'm abundant because it's like I gotta hammer that into my head right. so that I do not fucking you know just die on the floor here eating McDonald's that's why it's always so funny to like the stories that people post sometimes for the moon you I am trying to capture like a collective thing but if I post it from Sarah it means it's a reminder for Sarah and I want you guys to know this is where I'm at it's all revealing what's really going on it's, it's not going like remember blah, 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 blah. it's you going remember Sarah this was helpful to me because I don't know this yet or I have not integrated this yet. It's it's very revealing social media in a way that we're not necessarily thinking about. Interesting. Interesting like Like that. everybody keeps posting that viral TikTok. It's a meme, but it's a video where it's like everything that I have, I already need. And I love it. But the people who post that are some of the most like addicted to lack mentality. So it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, hypothetically, hell yeah, this is inspiring to me. But it's like, no, this is for you to be like, have me on record as I, I am trying. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It It is always that way. And people who are posting like, I don't need anyone. It's always like, okay, right. you're the most codependent person alive. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Megan on Ellen. I think it was a success because I think she came across very natural and I think mm -hmm. she came across very likable. And the most important thing is that most people in the U.S. still have no idea that she committed perjury. <laughs> I don't think anybody I that's why the space trash podcast could blow up any minute because we are the only ones doing this kind of investigative every royal person and every famous person lies 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 all day long all day every day they're lying to you all of them she just accidentally like did it to the court which is the one place you can't lie to well it's just like when you get too comfortable doing something and then it's just like a habit just everything is everything the way you do one thing is the way you do everything period 
But I don't think that was host mode because if I'm hosting a show, then yeah, I she want- always gets busted saying things that aren't true. That's like why Dakota was able to be like, I did invite you to the party, Ellen. She goes into a character where she's like, really? Oh, really? I'm a little bit better than you, but I'm curious. Yeah, but like if 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 it's your friend on your show and they're telling you their quote unquote relatable story about how they weren't always rich, you're not going to be like, wait, but why did the why did the security guards know you? You're not going to do that. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course they waved to you and said good luck. What reason would Ellen have to, like, be mean? Because she, I think with her, it probably comes from, like, insecurity and wanting to look like she's the smartest person in the room. And I think it could also be that she's just like, I know this, this gal's a little full of shit. Well, and, and, and she's also away. like, I, the insecure in me sees the insecure in you. So she kind of knows what, what bruises to press lightly with her thumb. Right. She loves humiliating people on her show. Yes. It's her yeah. thing. Like that whole thing of controlling people through uh, a microphone. It's so charming when the impractical jokers do it. But when she does it, it's like. It's Megalomaniac. Like man, yeah. It's like the man behind the curtain in Wizard of Oz. But see, that's where it's like, I don't think it's bullying though, because. Megan opting to go on the show that's what people are signing up for with Ellen she's she's reminding you to be kind because then on the show she's actually going to do things in the vein of comedy and actually not be kind yeah I hate when adults claim that they've been bullied I really do (laughs) I'm sorry I know what you mean (laughs) I just think like okay you had a boss who was abusive or inappropriate hey stop bullying me yeah like let's use big kid words as if you have like no agency over the relationships in your life or conversations that are maybe difficult but worth having at all right remember in the most recent season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Dorit said to Garcelle, I think you're a bully. Yes. And it was just like, shut up. Dorit, you don't even know where your accent's from. Yeah, like Garcelle is so not a bully whatsoever. And you just sound like the biggest idiot on the planet. That's what every adult who claims they're being bullied sounds like to me. I'm sorry. Because you're just saying most of the time it's a narcissist who's being criticized who can't take it. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Call it harassment. Call it abuse. Call it just being an asshole. Call it like. Right. Something- right. I would rather say. Right. I was thinking in my head just now. Like, what would I say instead? Like, Garcelle, you're bullying me. I'd say, Garcelle, you're being an asshole. Right. But she wasn't. So she knows that she can't say that. Right. Right. If you throw out this bully word now, it's become sort of a buzzword. When you think of bullying, what does that like actually mean to you? Okay, bullying to me means someone of higher status is picking on someone of lower status. Yes, and on a consistent basis, just for the sake of being mean. Yeah, exactly. So when celebrities say they are being bullied by people on the internet, I'm like, no. Can't be bullied by people on the internet. Right, log off. And also, they're nobodies. They could be- The ants aren't bullying your leg. Take a shower, wash them off. Yeah, oh my God, that's exactly it. Now, when you say it's workplace bullying, if you're someone who feels you've been bullied in the workplace- Sure, by a higher status person. The only time I'm comfortable with adults saying that is when it's there's a difference in status at play. And yeah, with Garcelle and Dorit, it's like, if anything, Dorit is higher status because she's been on the show longer. And she's like a skinny little white woman who's married and who is not able to bully the mega privileged, you know, like California, Connecticut, sometimes fashion designer. 
a lot of the time when people say bullying, they mean you're not bending over backwards to kiss my ass. Like you're hurting my feelings a little bit because I'm insecure. Right. And it's like, it's okay if someone's hurting your feelings and it's okay to be upset about that, but it doesn't need to be made into this bullying thing. And then all the women at the reunion were like, <gasps> or wherever they said, wherever it was that Dorit said that Garcelle was bullying her, they were like, that's a very strong word. Right. They took that more seriously than violated. Violated. Yeah. It's like making bully a bigger deal than violated is a violation. With the whole Ellen thing, clearly she was a bad boss. Clearly the be kind thing well, was... her chart is an, is assholic, okay? Like, we have yeah. to remember, when we're talking about Ellen's chart, we're talking about an Aquarius sun, an Aries moon, and a Mercury in Capricorn. She's, astrologically, a bully. And she's she's ice cold. Ice cold, totally in it for herself, think... is trying to be funny. Mercury in Capricorn, when she speaks, she wants it to be revered. Yeah, I think Ellen was definitely a shitty boss, from what the reports say. I think the be kind thing was a huge branding error. I think she probably should have stayed a stand-up. The truth is, we need to change our merch, because Capricorn isn't daddy. Capricorn takes orders from daddy, because it's ruled by Saturn, but Capricorn's feminine. Aquarius, which is also ruled by Saturn, is daddy. What do you think? Okay, let's play this now game with the status. Chrissy Teigen was accused of bullying Courtney Stodden. You could argue that at the time that that was happening, actually, no, because Courtney Stodden was a minor. He was never a mind. child. No, yeah. there's never an excuse for an adult, especially a famous adult, to bully a child. Yeah, I forgot about that part because I was thinking Courtney Stodden was really famous and Chrissy was a nobody right, by then. Right, Courtney was Dorit. Right, if Courtney was Dorit and Chrissy was saying that stuff, yeah. it would yeah. still be like, what the hell is wrong with you? In poor taste, in but poor not, taste. not actually abusive. No, when you start attacking even, and you print a book, a cookbook that says urine in it just to attack a child, that's, you have a problem. You're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chrissy, she sort of made fun of Quivenjane Wallace also, who was like eight years old. She, yeah. Right. Right. And Meghan Markle, like I said, I don't think is a bully. I think she's an American who got a job at a British yes. company and dared to send an email outside of office hours and everyone shit their pants. It's He's like sort job. of the Donald Trump of the monarchy. No, I would not say that whatsoever. Here's why, though. Only because she is this, like, agent of chaos for them that could be the beginning of the end. Prince Andrew is the Donald Trump of the monarchy. Yeah, I Prince Andrew, for them, isn't that because what you said was in the UK, you're allowed to fuck 14-year-olds if permission is given. He 16, is- 16, 16-year-olds. Okay, so, he, but in his mind, he's only, you know what, I had a friend in high school who started dating one of the janitors. Technically, it was what? statutory rape, but it's like, emotionally, he was about 16 too. But like, no, it's not technically statutory rape. That is. But, you know, my, I have an aunt and uncle that met when she was 15 and he was like 26 or something. Yeah, but what year was it? It was many moons ago. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the British monarchy are not in the reality. To this day, 16 right. is the age of consent in the UK. I want to say that it's, it's, I would mute myself, but it's sort of poetic. I don't know if you can hear that the siren is going off while we are discussing how old Dude, you can, how old you should be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just really not okay. And people yeah. need to, nobody is like, I mean, now finally we're saying to men that's not okay. And you mm -hmm. can't be telling yourself that a teenager is mature for her age. Right. But that's like literally a new development from the last 10 years. Right, right, right. Not yeah, that's even. so interesting because. Probably yeah. like six years. Well, let me think. I mean, does it go with the Me Too movement? Kind Kylie of. Kylie Jenner was dating Tyga at 16 and it really was not considered to be a big deal. Right. Well, he does seem like he is about nine years old mentally. So I get that. In a way, they were probably the same age. But right. That's, and exactly, then everyone, my, that's exactly the point. And, when, what, and what year was that? How long ago was that? 
it was just before Trump. It was probably 2014, 2015. And um, everyone in her family was enabling it and normalizing it. They were all like, they would say in interviews and on the show, Kylie's really mature for her age because she's been famous since she was 12. So it, do- it doesn't it's like, count. No, she's that just not- means that she's actually completely delusional. Right. And she has no idea who she is. There's, she's, she's actually ageless. You let her get lip injections when she was 16. Right. Like, Before her you, face finished moving. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I feel like it. it's like in the last five years that that became something that you could openly say, hey, wait a minute, you're a perv. Right. Yeah, how interesting. Things, things change so fast, but then you look back and you're like, actually, it took like, well, you were at the Pluto return, at least if we're talking about this country, about 250 years. Not that fast. Yeah, I think there's still states in the U.S. where the age of consent is 16. Shit is wild, man. Shit is wild. Or like 14 as long as it's within a four-year age 14 gap. 14 is, is really an upsetting Like figure. in New Jersey, 14 and 18 is legal. Hmm. If it's the older statutory? party... No, it's not. It's legal. What makes it's, it statutory? It's called a Romeo and Juliet clause. I'm, I, that's oh, the, how it, romantic. Oh, kind of the goals, goals. But it's also oh, not romantic because Romeo was also like 14. Well, right. And they both died by suicide. Right. So, yeah, in New Jersey, we would always joke about it. Like if a freshman was going out with a senior, we'd be like, oh, are you did you check the dates? Like, is the calendar okay? And it's gross because that's a huge age difference a 14 year old girl and an 18 year old boy there are 18 year old boys who look like men and by that same token there are 18 year old girls who look adult and 14 year old boys who look seven well and and the flip though which is where i think things get really fishy especially in like okay courtney sodden what a good example i did have a lot of friends who were like really early developers so there's a lot of girls at 14 who look like they're 30 or who look like they're 25 and emotionally aren't but they they wear the body like and they have a different experience of growing up because they look older yeah i had i had a friend who got her period and had boobs by the time she was 10 and it was like whoa and she was the first one to like make out and because she just looked older me too i got boobs and my period at 11 and i so i did everything early because friggin' boomers in my life told me you're a woman now so i was like okay i guess this is what i'm supposed to do wow that makes a lot of sense in terms of like what i now know about the storyline of molly molshine's soul journey yeah i mean luckily there were no older guys lurking around me and i was really ugly oh that's well that that changes it too i mean yeah if you're ugly and have big boobs then that's a completely different experience than courtney stodden or my friend kelsey Right. Like if you have a, a weird face, but big boobs, everyone's lining up to touch the boobies. I really care about remaining trim. It's like, I'm not just the booby girl. Right. And now my boobs aren't even that big. It was really like they hit a point of diminishing returns. Well, but also- that's also the thing about Kylie that's so sad. It's like your body changes so much mm-hmm. just as you develop as a person and you're, you know, you're, you're, face falls and your tits shrink and fall and it's just yeah like we are we are works in progress there's no destination uh, you know madonna is challenging that but even even still she does look different everyone knows 30. that she's <laughs> in her 60s i mean and she looks like it even though she looks like the barbie six she looks like 60s barbie yeah like bill Burr. barbie there's a really old bill burr special that nick and i were watching the other night where he's like you don't look younger you just look weird no madonna looking like an art piece right now yeah yeah but also i would say not not pretty though 
Yeah, I was just no. I think she does look pretty. She well, she does look pretty, but I'm just but it's like not doesn't look. It does look weird. It's not natural. It's not. I also think. I also think she's got a bit of a pill problem, and she has for a few years now. So, what do you think she's on? I love a little pill scandal. No, it's. I think it's really sad because she had a lot of injuries from performing, from dancing. And then from dancing on her injuries. So I think she's been taking painkillers for that because you can really see her decline over the last few years. Sort of like a Paula Abdul situation. She doesn't act normal anymore and it's very sad. I agree. But, you know, at least she has a 20-year-old boyfriend to be an art piece within her photo shoot. So that's kind of nice. And Lourdes is having naked moon rituals. So she's one of us. Get Lourdes, come to the moon yule. Yeah, for sure. I also want to point out that I don't think everyone who gets plastic surgery looks weird. And I Oh no, really- same, same, same. But Madonna yes. does look like kind of made of Play-Doh. It really just grinds my gears when men are like, all plastic surgery looks awful. And I'm like, right. everyone you jerk off to has plastic surgery. Marilyn right. Monroe Not to mention all had plastic the surgery. Reason, the reason you're so triggered by trans people is because plastic surgery can be so fucking good. Yes, exactly. And if you didn't know it was plastic surgery, you would just think they were hot. Exactly. So let's all get plastic surgery. Now, should we switch gears to Queen Victoria? I'm going to lay down on my couch like it's a therapist chair. Okay. And you tell me the things you want to tell me because what is it? It's about the end of the monarchy. Don't look at the end of Benjamin Franklin right now. Okay, first of all, I always say that I look like a founding father, so we could make it merch. Let's do a Mount Rushmore thing. I think, like, that was why I really liked having bangs, because it made me look like less of a founding father. I look, no, I've been saying I look like, dude, I did this thing when I was in L.A. where, like, this woman sketches, it's, it's and it's, like, really accurate, sketches, like, a Victorian, like, profile of you, and I happened to have, like, a bun that day. I look like a, a like a, literally like a president's wife. I, I look like Queen Victoria. Like it's like I am butt fucking ugly, you know. But not no. not on a soul level. But I'm saying my my in a certain light, or especially with no light, my silhouette is founding father. I don't think it's your silhouette. Also, you said a president's wife. That's. Well, I'm, sure I'm thinking. I'm thinking like Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh yeah, she was a bit of a dog. <laughs> Sorry, Ellie. You, really but, smart, though. Really, really beautiful women at that time rarely made history. So you keep the bumper sticker and you were that fucking doggy dog dog. So all good. I really like that. that really, really beautiful women at that time rarely made history. <laughs> that's definitely something True, to right? Un- that's something to unpack in the morning pages tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think at that time, looking like a dog... Because uh, nobody didn't care about women anyway. So either you were the mistress or the successful rich wife. And they were uggo. Right. Sometimes I think about, I'm like, you know, modern technology makes it a lot easier for me to be a lot better looking than I'm meant to be without any No, sort of- I don't want to do stand-up again. The filters are, th- never meet me in real life. The filters work for me in terms of- but I, I just feel like comfort. if I had given up a long time ago- if I had said, when I was in my ugly big boob phase, right. if I had just said, you know what? I'm staying ugly. You would be you'd be Snooki on the first season of Jersey Shore. And then you would get plastic no, because surgery. Snooki tr- thought she was killing it. Yeah, but you on a psychological level, might, if you had, were going to make that choice, you would have made it work as a big boob escape from reality party girl. 
No, I think I just would have been um, like a librarian. <laughs> I would have. Well, been- that's a porn, though. I mean, a, a, li- a big titty librarian is something that is, I think, a very common yeah, porn search. Don't forget, my boobs got smaller. What, the minute everybody else got boobs, it was like Molly who. Well, that's what happened with Kelsey, too. It was like she was so ahead. She was taller than everybody. She was more beautiful. She had these big boobs. Then when everybody also grew boobs, she was just normal. And it was like, yeah, not it was like, oh, yeah, Kelsey's boobs. That's old. That's old news. Kelsey, if you're you're not, but if you are, you're beautiful and you know that. And she just had her second baby. So now you have full permission to get the boob job again and be the first one of us to have the perfect boobs again. Yeah, that is that's a really good call. But I just think if I if I had said to myself, I'm just not going to try. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm never going to try. Right? Like. I mean, I, I think I said that to myself. I, I think the braces was one moment where I was like, okay, I'll try. And then and then I lost a retainer anyway. And it's like, no, I, I can't. I'm not doing any of it. Yeah. Also, I'll go through. I'll be like, I'm not going to try. I'm not. I'm not going to try. <laughs> and then I just see myself in the mirror and I'm like, ah! and I have to try. <laughs> Well, like, but even if you're actually, like, again, be kind. If you're like, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. You're trying something. Right, exactly. People also, people who decided not to try, I don't think they realize that. I think they never consciously said, I'm not going to try. Well, right, either way, actually, it's a choice, but people don't feel that it's a choice. Right, they're just like, there's no point. Yep, yep. Very interesting. Well, that's where it's like a bummer because, you know, at the end of the day, plastic surgery isn't going to ever make you feel more beautiful, but it will make you enjoy your pictures and your reflection more. But if Oh, you, I disagree. I think that if you can't fuck without it, it's equally hard to fuck with it. I don't think it... No, I, I disagree. So many girls who get boob jobs are like, it completely changed my sex life. Yeah, but then it's like, that's why you end up having Claire on The Bachelor you know, fast forward 30 years and she's actually doing a public campaign to remove her breast implants because she talks about the reason that she got them was because of hiding certain childhood pain and trauma. And then every time she had sex up until this moment that she's now on red table talk and taking her fake titties out has been a a scam. Like she's been fucking and she's felt loved and beautiful, but it's all actually been facade based. Like she hasn't had that soul love. That's why she's the 40 year old bachelor because she she realized the boob jobs were not an attempt to make herself feel more beautiful. It was actually an attempt to, to make herself more lovable. And she, because she didn't love herself, she didn't feel lovable. So it just depends where you're getting it from. I'm not saying yes or no one way or the other. I have no idea. It's interesting to have a debate among friends. And, and that's part of the gift of gab that we are here. Well, I don't need to be right. We're going to think about it, talk it out. So, you know, I don't know. But that is, I do think that's a case. That's an, a case study for the case I'm making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just her, though. I think everybody's different. Yeah, everyone's probably different. Like, if I had... No, I mean, there were a few hook noses in the in the junior year of high school that if they had it had to go. Yeah, the face job and the, and the hook <laughs> nose that left had to leave. The, absolutely support that. Yes, it would have made their life worse. It was noticeable. Yeah, I just think, you know, as long as you are keeping a little bit of a good head on your sol- shoulders, I think the best case scenario is if you already feel like you're that hot. Right. And mentally you're like, I'm there. It's just that I've got a little bit of extra bone. 100%. Here and this, and then you do it and then you're like, okay, my outside matches my inside now. Let's do this. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've had, I've had a large number of clients 
who have chin job chin issues they get a chin job and it actually it's the only one I've ever seen where it's like I literally feel confident finally because like they do think that they look like that but then it's like only certain angles or it's there's something I don't know I've never had the thought to get a chin job or even knew it was a thing until I had three different clients get chin jobs and they all were I, I they were extraordinarily because their face they didn't really change anything about them it just fixed that insecurity yeah that but but they look like what they thought they looked like and they look like what they thought they looked like in their reflection now all the time but it's what they thought they looked like and, and it seemed like there was a something missing yeah that's like what being trans is mm-hmm. like having your mental image yeah of who you are be different from the way society is treating you right you don't relate to the the physical that you have been you know gifted by spirit yeah okay <laughs> speaking of people who gave up and never tried on their appearance let's get into <laughs> queen victoria okay wait i have one question for you that's going to start this whole thing off okay what was the, do you know the date that the when i look at Meghan markle's chart and the chart of this story it all started officially in this very public beginning of the end type of way on October 6th at the new moon in Libra. What was going on in this court case then? We could come back to it if it's too deep of a question, but you might just know. Let me see. (laughs) It'll be worth it. Because the reason I ask is because there was a new moon in Libra that started us in a series of what then would always be a 27 degree full moon for the next six moons after that, which is an eclipse cycle, six month cycle. Okay? So on... October 6th, there was a new moon in Libra at 13 degrees, and it's sort of interesting because that is the degree of Meghan Markle's midheaven, her public legacy. New moon, new information, Libra, corporate, um, or not corporate, justice system, the courts, balance, and it's also where her moon, Jupiter, and Saturn are. But the exact degree of 13 is her legacy. Yeah, I'm not. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Seeing anything that specifically happened on October 6th with them well put a pin in that I'm gonna look like because it didn't have to be the exact day but like around that time I would bet you that that's when things started whispering they don't know that they don't know that we're the court not the royal court (laughs) right emails whatever there's gonna be something that comes out on that day that's when things started to go to shit okay so something that you said many moon ago that I always got stuck on was Queen Victoria can you explain for the people why this story begins with Queen Victoria, if we're talking about this family. Queen Victoria had like a million kids and she had so And most of them kids. died. Yeah. She wore black all the time because her husband died. She was so always she was, mourning. 
Yeah. Well, she lost so she, her husband and then she lost her lover. And then kind of like Diana, she ended up with a, um, like an, uh, a Middle Eastern Abdul the waiter that she just fell in love with. That was her last lover. Abdul yes. The awesome. And there was a movie about them, but it was oh, very really? controversial. Okay, wait, we have, we- that's next. That's our next high movie. Oh yeah. Good idea. Anyway. That could be musical. Yeah. Queen Victoria gave birth to hella kids, and it was still during the time when royals would. I'm sorry, I'm yawning because I'm laying down like I'm in royal therapy right, right now. It's all right, we are. That that's what it, this is. No, that's what we should call the fucking episode. Yeah, we, uh, she she gave birth to hella kids, and it was during the time when royals would build alliances by marrying their kids off to other country's royals it was the last gasp of that time because Mm -hmm. shortly after that it was like okay we're not gonna have royals anymore this is fucking stupid um so all of the royal lines in europe are descended from her Mm -hmm. to the extent that queen elizabeth and her late husband prince philip who recently died were both descended from her they were like fourth cousins and you made a case at the Moonyul, very good explanation, which was that the reason that we can actually tell this visibly, and it's a wonder why they're not all getting uh, lip injections, is that every single one of them has not only the exact same face, but literally a loss of a full-on upper lip. Yeah, they're all sharing one top lip. <laughs> she farmed all her It's kids like when the will, it's like the, the Hilton's money is the monarch's top lip. It's, yeah. too, it's too widely dispersed among the, the, the genes. Exactly. So you can see it in some of them. Mm-hmm. And that picture, who was it, Eugenie? Who did you post where it's like, wow, they look like twins, but they're married. They're married. And they're like, they're like fifth or sixth cousins. So this is where the story starts about the overall. And they got married like a year ago. Okay, so this is all very, very relevant because what we're seeing is the beginning of the at least modern age version of the plot to keep the money. America was founded in 1776. New York City. Harrington. Okay. So, but. It was Philly. I really thought. Yeah, it was Philly, actually. It was Philly. It should have been in Philly. Well, that's why, actually, for the the 2222 event, I was deciding whether I want to do an event, the the Pluto return, in New York or Philly. And I was like, you know what? It's actually not a coincidence that I would be in Philly at that time. And I've learned so much just by walking through the streets of Philly because the whole thing's a museum. And I'm like, actually, this is the fucking capital. This is the birth of our nation. Good yes. or bad. It I'm like, oh, it's not a coincidence. The apartment I have is in Philly. We're going to do an event in Philly, actually. Yeah, do it in Philly for sure. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing now, because the truth is the United States was a reaction to what they felt was oppressive rule by the monarchy, correct? Yes, the Boston Tea Party. The Boston Tea Party. And wouldn't you know, I was a terrier. Go be you. Okay, who cares? And so was Andy Cohen, though. So you absolutely put us on the network. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. So, in 1776, Philadelphia, um, <laughs> they started making laws about you know, uh, you know how things should be in this country, which is freedom and justice for all, and a lot of cute hypothetical words that we then at that moment started misusing and abusing, and and to this day, uh. We've misappropriated language from language, right? That's why everybody's confused about 
I'm dead. And it's like, are you dead? Are you happy? Why does nasty mean good? Everything is confusing, right? I disagree with you that it's misappropriation because I'm a huge proponent of languages constantly evolving. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. But the minute that language is evolving in a way where human beings on earth are saying something and it means something different, they're lying. You can't say liberty and justice for all except for those people and leave it out of the written text. That isn't the truth with a capital T. It is not love. It is denial of humans. Therefore, it is a denial of ourselves. Therefore, everything begins and now is coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the way that it plays into this, this past eclipse and why when I looked at Meghan and Harry's chart, I was astonished. And when I looked at Queen Victoria's chart, I was even more astonished because I said, oh, fuck, they are the... They are going to be the like the figureheads of this crash too. It's Meghan not and just Harry are going to be the figureheads of yep. the crash. Yep, yep, absolutely. And go ahead. I see. Okay, it makes sense because if they had, if the royal family had any real dirt on Meghan and Harry. They would have released it by now. 100%. The worst thing is that one, one of the girls made the other girl cry, and maybe it was even the other way around. Mm-hmm. Right. Please. Please. Right. The court case is not about a secret child she killed when she was drunk driving. It was about lying about, I didn't tell my friends to write the press about me. I didn't write the book about me. It's like, okay. Yeah, who cares? And, who cares? like, yeah, and now this the whole bullying investigation. They have still never released a single detail besides she made us feel bad. It and seems it's like, like actually the fact that this is even being investigated is is them bullying her, which is to give her a title like the Duchess of Drama or whatever. What was her name? The Duchess know, of Dipshit. Difficult. Duchess Difficult. But who knows if they if that was just an invention by like the tabloids? Either way, it it's been. bullying to to make to give someone a name like that. That's like if if somebody gets a rape charge, even if they didn't do it, it is on the record. I don't think it's bullying to make up a name of Duchess Difficult. I think for the in, in terms of the media, it kind of is. If you're spreading that rumor about someone and every and now you have to defend your your level of difficulty, it's kind of like yo lay off. I don't think it's bullying though. I think it's criticism. And I think it's a conversation that you can have. Yeah, but if it's based on something that is, you don't have any proof for, it is bullying because you're just punching down. Even if her status is quote unquote technically higher, in this case, it's the it's the PR that she is a slave to. I think it's bullying. I would only be down with the bullying word when it comes to the racist press that she got because then mm-hmm. you have people who are part of this white establishment right, punching right. down at her because she's an outsider and a newcomer mm-hmm. and saying things like with a wink and a nod. You know, it was Boris Johnson's sister who wrote the editorial that said she has rich exotic DNA. You're kidding. It was Boris Johnson's sister. Wow, and that's no one really bad. That. That's, if anybody doesn't know, who is Boris Johnson? Oh, come on. They know who Boris Johnson is. Just, trust me, my mother's not, just for anybody, give it, I, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not, you're more, Efficient with me? Give me one sentence of who's Boris Johnson. Prime Minister of England. He's Hugh Grant in Love Actually, but Hugh in real Grant life. And- actually, is what? Well, yeah, right. that's actually the best way to put it. That's who he is. In, yeah, in real life. His but sister. except that he's kind of like he looks like uh, like Dumbo the elephant a little bit. He looks like Donald Trump. And when Donald does, Trump was he does wow yeah, you should Google some of the racist things that Boris Johnson has written because British people had balls protesting Donald Trump and not protesting Boris Johnson. Because he has actually said more outwardly racist things than Trump. 
And wow. I stand by that. Well, I, but in general, I do think the UK is more overtly racist than the United States pretends not to be. Don't you think? I don't think that. I think. I just don't really I know, think, actually. I'm not there, but it seems like maybe. I think it's more. I think every country and every society has a racism problem and it manifests mm. itself differently. And I think when we say certain places are more or less racist, mm. we're getting into this really dangerous thing of like absolving ourselves because yeah, I, would see this a lot I when agree. I, when That's right. The, growing up, growing up in the North, having people say, Oh, the South is racist. And I'm like, no, but like everyone in my town is racist. What are you talking right. about? I won't watch Handmaid's Tale because it's too it's, depressing. It's harsh. No, it's it's that's that's bad vibes only. And I'm like, I already know. Why am I gonna? It's like the same reason why I don't listen to murder podcasts. I'm like, why I don't want to watch a zombie apocalypse podcast. It's like or zombie apocalypse movie. It's like not only are most people gonna die, but like this is the zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's just not zombies. It's we, you know, we're humans. People Our skin looks better. Human. Our skin looks better. Well, not all of it. Well, that's for sure. Okay, Not if anyway. you got some of it removed and put on your forehead. Well, yeah, I bet the back of her neck is fucking ugly as hell. Nobody wants a baby doll neck. Pussy maybe, but baby doll neck is like not even in the... That's not even I, slang yet. I can't believe that that is... Like, imagine every time you look in the mirror. And I've done stupid... Th- like, I got my eyebrows tattooed on, which is just as stupid. But like... No, it's not as stupid. It's stupid, but I would say that it's more, it's like a a level four stupid and not a huge surgery where they are removing follicles of your neck hair to put on the face. Do you know why I think it freaks me out? And this really goes well with the Victorian era. What? Do you know that back in the day, they didn't have, obviously, treatments for STDs or any idea how to prevent them. But one thing they knew was that if you had crabs... Oh. you would you you just need to shave all your pubes but oh my god so people were getting crabs so they could be like i had to <laughs> no they would shave all their pubes but it was unfashionable to not have pubes because it just wasn't the move and oh, I and guess it meant it, that you had you had creepy crawlies in your pussy it made it look like you had crabs Ooh. so they would make merkins which are oh dude no merkins i i've been wondering why merkins exist for years i've been jo- laughing about merkins for years yeah, that's why they would make Merkins. Merkins are like hair yarmulkes for your for your pussy. Yes, and they made them out of mouse <gasps> hair. That's worse than Gwen's hair on Josh's face in Les Mis for those two shows. They would like to have take, mouse hair on my pussy. They would like now, skin that a mouse. That freaks me out. That freaks me out. Yeah, wow. And they would just stick it on there. But I don't understand how they stuck it on because it's like, did they tie it? Did they have a loincloth? I don't think they had like adhesive back then i think that um they probably used like sap from a tree to stick it on and then they probably got another disease okay i'm actually gonna put a pin in. i'm gonna write this down this is something worth researching so we're gonna find out the origins of the merkin and how it worked i've been specifically mouse merkin because i think merkins transcend era well because to me when i think of a merkin actually i think of like a, a thong that you could get at like a naughty store where it's just like it's furry on the front that's what you think of? Now, I think the modern-day Merkin is a furry thong from the uh, adult, you know, novelty store. Also, like, why do I know this? Where did I learn this? Why do you know this? But I'm, I'm writing Mouse Merkin. That's why our podcast is sure to take off. Because who else is doing a deep dive on Mouse Merkins? Merkin made of mouse. United States Merkin of Merkin. Merkin made of mouse. United it's States of Merkin. 
no, we literally just wrote part of the musical already. This is so good. We're going to do musical theater, dude. They have pubic wigs in Hollywood. That's a that's a nice name for it. Pubic wig. Pubic wig. Okay, sure. Imagine if your last name was Merkin. A lot of people's are. Wow. I would try to, I would try to, I would be like, look it up. I'd be like, look at an urban dictionary. So maybe would be like, yeah, a pussy, a, a, you know, a pussy piece. But then it would also be like, yo, why are you murking on my girl? You know, like, it, you know, it's like, that's one of those things. The word, it evolves, it evolves, it evolves. Merking, murking, yeah, you could kind of play with it being also cool. I also realized that I, I did con- contradict myself saying that I don't believe in using bullying in certain ways, but I do believe in using every other word in certain ways. So I'm in different ways. So I'm going to, um, just like, you know, yeah, just sit with that. There's no, there's no, there's nothing to fix. There's nothing to do. The duality, the first step to change is just the awareness and then getting curious. That's it. I also think beautiful work. I also think the whole thing with bullying is just, I get really frustrated because it's always super hot celebrities using it as a way to look like a victim. That's what it Mm -hmm. always is. And they're in this case with Ellen and Megan, isn't it still that? Yeah, and it's yeah. always people being like, it's always, it's always models being like, I was bullied. They called me giraffe because I was so tall. And it's like, oh no, not giraffe. That's so. When I was uh, when I was with James and we were living in Washington D.C. and he was the AV guy for the Caps. He would travel with the Washington Capitals hockey team. Alex Ovechkin, in the most loving way possible, started calling him fat boy. And then the whole team started referring to him, the camera guy, and he traveled like on the plane with them. And they'd be like, hey, fat boy. And he walked in like, fat boy's here. And it really deeply hurt him. But they were actually being, Aww. they just didn't understand that kind of like, they don't have body issues. They literally didn't, they were just, they thought they were broing him. They thought they were yeah. being funny. He but he doing? felt bullied for sure. He, he would be like, they call me fat boy again all day. It's like, that means they love you. It's like, you know, chasing someone in the schoolyard. Yeah, you can't be calling people fat boy. Yeah, but I, you know, Ovechkin, he's from Russia, and he's like a fucking, I mean, incredible specimen of a human being, size-wise, physicality-wise. You know, he just truly doesn't get it. Okay, we gotta get into okay. this. Okay, this okay. happens every time we try to talk well, about it. Because we love to, This is we have the gift of gab. I and mean, we, if you want to, before we do Your Royal Highness, we could do this part, then get stoned and watch the movie. Well, no, we already said, okay, just tell, tell me what you're okay. going to tell me. You said that Megan and Harry are going to Yes, be- okay. So why don't I share my screen with you? Can we start there? Okay. Thank you. Because you'll help me organize the story because I'm not the best editor, but I have done an enormous amount of research and it's fascinating. Okay. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. Oski. Hi, Oski. Mommy's going to teach wait. you about history and the end of an era oh my little baby he's when the he, dog in Les Mis when he wakes up for a second he goes oh he's it's like a a little yawn to say okay I'm getting up I love him okay now it's and you hear the doggy yawn he's very cute baby baby cute Okay, so this is, let's start with Harry's chart. All right. That's where I started to notice, huh? This is interesting. So, first of all. Wait, 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 wait. Meghan Markle was not born on 1981. Oh, my God. That's how old I am. She was, yeah, this is her chart. She's only six years older than me, and she's 40. 
Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, did they even have car clickers then? And I'm like, wait a second. We're the same age. We're not Oh, my God. Oops. 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 I can't handle that. We do adults now, cutie. But let's begin at, so June 2020. Is that when they moved to the United States? No, they, they, oh, maybe they moved to Canada first. I believe it was June 2020, which was the beginning of the eclipse cycle that now is officially after this pat this last eclipse on December 4th is ending. But since 2020 until now, there has been a karmic, that's how the eclipses work. They're, they're moving you through each sign backwards with the nodes so this is the end of the beginning of the story that started in June 2020, which is when I believe think? at the beginning of the pandemic, they made their escape from the UK. So what do you think is going to happen on December 4th? Well, in the case of Megan and Are, I think that, I mean, that's actually like, a, that's, that is a departure from the story I'm about to tell, which would lead to that answer. It's kind of like skipping to the back of the book and read, seeing if she, you know, if you read the end of Gone Girl first, it's not as fun or Sixth Sense or whatever. But, you know, the short answer is what I think is going to happen on December 5th is that, or 4th or 5th, is that, um, like, okay, so in Harry's chart, it's on his asteroid queen. It's an eclipse, though. So instead of it being a new moon where the sun and moon are talking together, in this case, it's actually a, a lunar eclipse. So the sun is going to be talking. The way that the Taurus eclipse was the moon talking to Earth, in a new moon eclipse, it's the sun talking to Earth. So there's going to be a huge radiant energy without a lot of emotion there, even if it's emotional. The, the feminine piece is going to be eclipsed out. So the sun, it's like, it's like the Taurus eclipse was like mom talking to the kid. The, Taurus, or the, the lunar eclipse, when it's a new moon eclipse, it's kind of like dad's showing you hitting you with the belt not necessarily in a bad way but it's like something that's visible happens so what was going on at the last moonule was that there was an undercurrent of the feminine that's why it was such a chaotic moonule and we couldn't even stay on script and we just went with the flow because it was actually taurus was abundant for earth and earthlings which meant that we were kind of able to like play in the ball pit of the moonule instead of being in whatever structured way we usually operate like, we were just, it was so much more feminine than usual. It really just, like, we went with the flow, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we talked a lot about money, and we talked a lot about value. And I did t- say to everybody, hey, for the record, if I've been unclear, this is not a free show. It is a community event. So, that means that if you're coming and you do have an income, we we be, we invite you to donate to the show because we are working for you for free. Right. So, and, and and realizing that I was so angry about money and capitalism for like the last two weeks, I'm realizing, oh, a lot of the people that I've been really angry at over the past 20 years of just finding out I was, oops, I'm poor and, and feeling rejected by my wealthy community, I realize now that they like Megan and Are, and less Megan, more Are, but they're coming from a very clear self-protecting lack mentality that they call being responsible. They've been brainwashed to be responsible and abundant. Mm. You can't be when you're talking about capitalism. Not possible. They don't exist together. If, if, if people have too much of the money, they're actually greedy. It's not a, it's not a natural resource. Right. right. It's yeah. So check it out on the eclipse where the, where the moon was talking to earth and the sun was sh- Stay out of the room, Dad. Mom's handling this. We're talking periods or whatever. Harry's midheaven, Harry's legacy, 
even like remember when Lucia at the Munuel didn't have a voice her whole chart is Scorpio it was so poetic because the Scorpio losing her voice when usually she's like doing her whole character at the Munuel versus you who is a Taurus she has a Taurus moon too but it's in the 12th house so it's unconscious so the, the poetry was was perfect because the solar energy of Scorpio was being eclipsed out and the Taurus was actually leading the way with Earth which was you going can I just ask and you had like all these questions that were like yeah you could ask that but now we're not going to talk about the thing we were going to talk about but no problem because the women go with it sorry no don't be sorry it was actually poetry like me and Nicole were like that was the best fucking moon you'll ever even though the people there I'm not sure that they knew they didn't I don't know if everybody got what they came there for necessarily but it's like fuck it you know the period's not always a, a, a pleasure, but it's an essential part of, you got to just surrender. It's motherfucking surrender, people, okay? So. Unless you're on the pill, then you don't have to have your period. You don't have to have your period, but you are aware that you're on the pill. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, it's like, you can't escape the, you can run, you can hide, but you can't escape the pill. So. And then yeah. if you accidentally get, pick up the wrong prescription, then you get your period for a month. Oh, I mean, we've had some, we've had some trials and tribulations in the in the world of reproductive health. That's a whole nother episode. But yeah, I mean, LOL. Lots of funny stuff all around. Okay. So the last eclipse that was the, the solar eclipse, Harry's legacy was actually uh, under under the radar, right? We were examining deeper what's really going on here. A nightmare for a Scorpio midheaven, right? Where his Saturn is. It looked, it was exactly on his Saturn. So instead of the sun showing him the lessons, it was actually, the sun was showing, the sun was blocked out and the moon and earth were talking about what's really going on in the third house community, right? Communications. You did send those emails. That's what we're looking at. And Uranus was exactly there going, whoa, Harry literally lied to the press. Like, that's what this third house is, the Gemini house. The North Node is still in Gemini. So we're asking, okay, let's let's wrap up. Before we move into the Taurus eclipse cycle, even though this technically isn't a Taurus eclipse, when the nodes are in Gemini, we're doing the base level. That's why we're talking about language so much. That's why we're talking about communities and making a moon coin and, and you know, what people, you know, 14, 16, who can fuck the janitor, right? Because we're going, okay, wait, wait we need to rewrite the rules before we move into the, the eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio, because Taurus and Scorpio control the resources. And resources doesn't mean money. And actually, Taurus and finances don't necessarily go together because we're in a culture where money is known as the resource and the highest value, like celebrities. We hurt ourselves or we don't take care of each other because there's like this premium on wealth when really it's making everybody poor. Mm. And... The south node moving through Scorpio for the next, starting in January, for the next two years, is going to rid us. Chrissy Teigen, Saturn, as an example, it's going to south node, like, filter out all of the hoarding, all of the secret Scorpio shit that's going on where it's about controlling the money, keeping the power, having more than what you need, having other people's instead of just yours. It's, it's like... The rich people sending the, the money back and forth to each other isn't commerce. It's the rich people playing volleyball and saying, we, you know, we work out like with the commoners. And it's like, no, just because they also play volleyball doesn't mean that you're playing with. The, that's a bad analogy. But it's like the squash club is different than the YMCA. OK. OK. okay so what does this have to do? What's going to happen on December 4th? Well, in my opinion, on December 4th, we will see some news emerge 
where, look, December 4th, the eclipse is going to be in Saturn. I mean, it's the final eclipse of this cycle in Sagittarius and Gemini. Now look at this. Look what Megan has together in Sagittarius and Gemini. What? King King and queen in her sixth house, day-to-day stuff, right? Also, look at her rising, Sagittarius. So there's going to be a final change in her status based on something that she subconsciously did 12th house and there is going to be a repercussion that as now the south node moves into taurus and hits her uranus things are changing and her lilith with her uranus it is the it is a trigger and she's not necessarily going to be like the bad guy or go down in flames but this is the trigger of the wealth and power conversation that is not just about the United States. It's about the United Kingdom and their baby, the United States. And how that family has actually done a lot to just keep their drama protected like Queen Victoria. So so, so what we're saying before about Queen Victoria is that she is the original hoarder of the money that kind of started this whole fucking problem, right? She was a super-duper capitalist. She um, was a super-duper imperialist. She's well, the one she that, wasn't like, the original. She was one the in original. a long line. She was in a long line, but like our girl, Elizabeth, she wasn't supposed to... She was never supposed to be queen. She ended up being the longest reigning queen. Right before her death, she had her 60-year jubilee, similar to our girl, Elizabeth, right? And uh, there's so many things that, that, that match up but ultimately, the bottom line is even even one of the biggest pieces of drama was that Victoria, mother of Albert, Prince Consort, uh, had a son who was in love with a Hollywood actress, and it was a huge problem. And then Albert died before his Hollywood. Like, what I've been saying, like, what if Charles goes first? That's what happened in Victoria's family, actually. Okay? The Hollywood actress was folded in. He, he didn't become king, but it was the, it was a huge deal that there was a Hollywood actress instead of someone from the markety, from the monarchy trying to get in. Markety. The markety. <laughs> now, check it out. Let's take a look at the, the top lip uh, sort of the Lisa Rinna inverse. Queen Victoria. The next eclipse is at 27 degrees Taurus and 27 degrees Scorpio. You understand? So mm-hmm. the new moon is going to be happening at 27 degrees, or no, 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 I'm sorry. It's at 13, that we just had, we just had the, 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 the moon that just passed was at, was at, I'm just getting confused. The moon that, I will edit this, I will edit this. But the moon that we just had at the moon, you where everything went haywire, but it was an eclipse, was at 27 degrees Taurus, Okay. So when you were leading the show into a, an oblivion of hypothetical, nuanced conversation, it was at 27 degrees uh, Taurus and Scorpio. Look at where Harry's south node is with Camelot, 27 degrees Scorpio. Okay, he's gearing up for a nodal return. His karma is now going to be, and it's related to Camelot specifically, and the north node in his chart, and his Ceres, his mother asteroid, and his moon in the fourth house are in Taurus with his IC, his home. So Earth was talking to Earth to Harry, Earth to Harry, you may have to change your narrative or else you're going to go down with the Titanic. When they say iceberg right ahead, turn the fucking wheel. That was when? The last moon you will. Okay, so now what's going to happen to him on December 4th? 
Well, let's walk through it. Okay. The reason I don't have an answer is because I'm doing this out loud. I'm showing you the work. I don't really, I'm going to figure it out as we go. You don't um, even need to say that because nobody knew. Right. I'm, when I discovered what I discovered, I was like, whoa. But here's how I think we need to answer that question. Because the next eclipse, let's just get clear about the about the, the the numbers. The next eclipse that is happening that is a total. This was partial eclipse. The total, uh, the total eclipse on December fourth that is a new moon eclipse in Sag is an official ending of this story, a new beginning of the next chapter. Okay, it is a karmic ending in the realest way, and it's happening as, as a solar eclipse at the. 12th degree it's like 12 13 sag okay the north node will still be at one degree gemini but 12 degrees sag is the end of this belief and community story well let's take a look at ari's chart oh wouldn't you know nine degrees sag right there and 13 degrees sag so the exact degree of this last and final eclipse is in the 11th house public broadcast the group community in queen Queen and the planet of sudden change. So it is the end of the queen's era. There, there's going to be a massive change in his relationship to the public, his relationship to the overall story about what we believe about the monarchy. And, and his Mars is right there too. He's going to be spurred into action. And it just depends. I mean, the truth is he was wearing a Nazi uniform just a few years ago. He thought that was as benign as the tap dancing turtle I threw together at last minute, right? Like he doesn't have great morals. It's not necessarily his fault, but he is um, brainwashed. He might as well be in the Duggar family. You know what I mean? Like when you're raised in a batshit crazy universe, right? That's why he's even having this public war with William. They don't even know how fucking dumb and privileged they're they sound. Why don't you just enjoy your wealth and shut the fuck up if you want to keep it? But no, but no, they're like family fight for righteousness and winning. Okay. Yeah, enjoy. it's very stupid. They stupid, both, right? It, it reflects horribly on both of them. Beyond. Also, William said something really stupid again. Excellent. What he we got? Said that part of the problem with um climate change is overpopulation in Africa. No out of africa and now just got a whole nother song yeah Holy shit. and this, this is this is the this is the musical that is writing itself <laughs> i mean what the fuck i know Whoa. he says this he has said this before and it's like bro no like no bro telling underprivileged people to stop reproducing is not the fucking serve that you think it is not to mention how many children did Victoria have? How many children do the do the Christians in this country have or the Catholics? It's like, that is so just, that is where it's like, it's right. straight let's up leave, racist. Let's leave Catholics out of it. <laughs> they do have a lot of kids. Yeah, but it's like a stereotype. Yeah, but nobody's like, all I'm saying is nobody's like, well, if the Catholics, if the Irish Catholic weren't having nine kids apiece, I know, they're saying about the African families because of money. That's the whole fucking point. Right, but also TBH William would say that because he look he would look down on Catholics as well. But yeah, what is their religion? Are they what? Is, what religion are they? Protestant Church of England. They had a big oh right with the Catholic Church. You're not you're not allowed to marry a Catholic if you're in the royal family. Oh my God! It's and the and, only and, religion. So imagine specified. a biracial American who's secular. I I I. 
Yeah, it's the only religion they specify that you can't marry is Catholic. Wow. Ooh, my. See, I'm so curious about all this now. The drama is personal. We're just realizing that now. So when you ask me, though, what's going to happen, I look at the progressed composite chart of this couple, right? So this isn't the couple's relationship chart. It's the couple of this moment for this couple's relationship chart. So on that Libra new moon that I just alluded to in their progressed chart, ninth house, that big Mercury, Mars, uh, Sun, shift that happened was right on their progressed mercury the story is now taking on a new cycle in their ninth house of leading up to their new legacy and then the new moon was on their new legacy i.e now the south node of this progressed relationship is at exactly 22 degrees scorpio and the lilith and north node are at 24 and 22 degrees taurus which means that the next eclipse is or this past eclipse was specifically ha- shining a light on fifth house, them as the children. The purpose is to show where the Lilith energy in this, how this couple is embodying the Lilith energy, which is to say, you reject me, fuck you. That's Lilith. Harry's not, doesn't have a title anymore and the kid doesn't have security. That's something that Lilith would be mad about. It's just in the Garden of Eden, it was just having sex on top. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does still have his title, though. Well, right, and we know from Dak Shepard's pod, LOL. But it's like, that's what he's mad about. He's mad that he has no shot at being king. He's mad that his mother died. And he's mad that they didn't treat him. He was cut off. He doesn't have the Bloomingdale's card anymore. The fact that Archie doesn't have security is actually, in the context of this being okay in the first place for the monarchy to exist, for the grandchild to not have the same security is criminal. Yeah, but also, do you think that taxpayers should be funding that? Well, that's why the whole point is, anyway, nobody, the monarchy is, the monarchy and the United States government is walking slowly towards collapse on, or at least beginning, on 2 2 2 2 2 2 2 2 2 2 February 22nd. Yep. yep, yep, and check it out. Right now, in their progressed composite chart, the South Node draining the, old belief systems is on there exactly to the degree on their progressed moon at two degrees sag oh fuck now the next eclipse that's coming up that's ending this cycle in their progress chart the chart of the relationship and the age this is their their wedding vow renewal okay it's not the chart of the wedding it's the chart of the wedding vow renewal 14 degrees with camelot you see this i can't make this shit up in the 12th house, their subconscious, something that they really did not plan for and are going to see, seem like coming out of fucking nowhere. The last piece of the puzzle that needs to be drained, actually, I see dead people, is happening on the Pluto and the Camelot of this relationship while the North Node is on the soul of this relationship going, so sorry. You're the sacrificial lambs and you didn't realize, but this is what it's been leading up to the whole time. That's going to Pluto destruct this power system. Wow. I mean, there's so much more I could go into detail-wise. I mean, it's, this is an extravagant, uh, the, the synchronicities are extravagant. But let's talk, let me just, let me just say, before we move Wait, on, I check out Victoria. Say some, I also want to say something. Please I do. think something that could be destroyed is Harry and Meghan's new neoliberal image. Oh, it absolutely will. It absolutely will. Because I think that is their... Bullshit. ...real problem, and it's bullshit. 
this whole thing of like harry doesn't know what team he's on he has no team is the truth he doesn't understand that he's still acting like he's better than everyone because he's oh he's he's like he's too royal for his own motherfucking good right so i and they're all they're both like pretending to be these like do-gooders but at the same time they're enforcing stratification this is why also i exactly molly that's exactly you said that so well that's exactly what it is thank you i i think that royalty is obviously insane to have in the 21st century but i also think that if you get rid of royalty there's going to be a vacuum and we're going to put something else in there because we we like doing that like we worship our presidents as if they are monarchs while they're in office and even after they leave we we used to we still do look at the way people are treating trump people who like biden biden is like i mean couldn't be less impressive talked about he's the next person could be way more impressive there's not gonna be a next person I disagree with you. I know you always say that, but there's no way that that's no. And I think we treated Obama that way. I certainly did. I thought Obama yes. was a yes. superhero. But I and thought I that it was like, because of more of a civil rights win. In my mind, it was exciting because he was like a young, cool black guy. Right. But like, that's the issue with neoliberalism. It's right. Like, and actually, you're right, because Bill Clinton, too. We were like, I would let him write me. <laughs> Sexual assault me, Bill. I love power. No, we did not say that. I, and- I, Bill, fuck Bill. I know, I get it. I get everyone fucking Bill. That's all I'm saying. I get people fucking him, yeah. Yeah. But the the thing, yeah, the thing I'm talking about is just pay no attention to the drone strikes because we have a cool, hot, young president. Right, right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I agree with that completely. That's the issue. Yes. And yes, Harry yes, yes. and Meghan are carrying on that legacy. And I it's like, say. ignore Greta. Chrissy Teigen has new eyebrows made out of her baby fuzz on the back of her neck. Well, that doesn't matter because we do need Chrissy Teigen's eyebrow baby fuzz to keep ourselves sane. We can't be talking about Greta twenty four. <laughs> but that's what you're. But that's what you're saying too. Even with the monarchy, where we're saying there are these idols that we put in a place, it, it's because it's it feels separate of us and it's it is a comfortable pattern of we, thinking to be distracted like, from our own lives. Right. We like doing that, and we, we will do that forever. But wait, let me just finish. Sorry, sorry. What I was going to say, with Meghan and Harry, they are. The re- the receipts for their actual humanitarian efforts are not. I I mean it's they're they're hard to find. You well, know? the receipts for anything that's the whole thing. There's no receipts for humanitarian efforts. There's also no receipts for bullying other than Harry's like Halloween costumes. Right, like it's just you can't. It they're, they're showing us how of- actually nothing they are. Yeah, they're nothing. Burgers. And all they're- the power and money and attention for literally being as basic as it gets. And they're just like cosplaying royals. In the, the fact US. that William at this point hasn't gotten hair plugs. It's like he doesn't even know how yeah, how how glow. He did not have a glow. He's he's one of the rare cases of a public glow down. He, he's he has like a JTT level glow down. Yeah, but if he got hair plugs, everyone would make fun of that, too. Well, yeah, but like that's where it's, it's interesting because we're talking literally about Chrissy Teigen's hair plugs in the United States, the child of the monarchy. That's like, no, we remain ugly and powerful and boring and no opinions. Chrissy's like, why are you all being so mean? I put my I plugged my back hair into my front hair. So what's wait, what's your point? my point <laughs> is that America and the United States are having the exact same. This is the same family crisis going on. 
and in terms of branding and the way that we revere like we don't have a monarchy but i would say that celebrity culture is the royal i mean we're like the kardashians are the new yes that's what i always say that's yes. my big thesis yes it used to be greek gods then it was like kings and queens then it was saints yep. And now it's celebrities. And, and the reason that Harry and Marco are significant is because they're bridging. This is actually deeper. This is the deep incest coming out, which is that now we have the baby and the parent coming together because America was like, no, we're not you. And the UK was like, we're not you. I would be bald before I let anybody know I was vain. <laughs> right? Yeah. I will marry Diana and kill her before I tell you that Camilla the whore is my love or whatever. So it's like, it's two different brands because the boomers aren't us either, right? And and now we have a boomer and a metaverse kid coming together. And actually it will be the, that that at the end there gets weird because I'm really not trying to talk about pedophilia, but it's like- Who's the when boomer and metaverse? The, the UK are the boomers and the- uh, United States are TikTok kids, but either yeah, way, is so much older than boomers. I know, I know. I'm just making the analogy of the that the parent of the United States. It's more, it's on, it's more like the Golden Girls. How there was like the old lady and then her mom. I know, but if you think about how long the UK has existed compared to the US, it's like boomer and TikTok isn't even. A big enough age gap well but if you think about it even from what i was reading about victoria in my extensive research before this podcast while i was hella fucking hung over is that i mean she had an exorbitant amount of children so you know one of her other babies was india or like south africa or all the places that they colonized but mm. this was the the united states became the 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 heir to the throne if you will there's always only one kid that becomes the other power Right. Yeah, but we were already our own country. Yes, but the beginning of no, when when seventeen seventy six, those were those were British people. That was a British. That was a European movement. But she wasn't. Victoria wasn't alive yet. Right. I'm. This story goes way way back. We could go historical, historical, historical. I'm talking about this family line. Check out Victoria's chart. I think you're going to understand what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? It's like we're just entering the conversation somewhere. I mean, we could talk about, we're talking about written language. We, what are we going to start with hieroglyphics? Like, it's like, Victoria, right, Victoria. Okay, I see what you're saying. So check out Victoria's natal chart, first of all. What was I telling you? Like, the, the eclipse was first at, you know, there was a new moon at 13 degrees Scorpio, and then there was an eclipse at uh, late degree Taurus. Well, wouldn't you know? Check out Victoria's, hang on, let me just see one thing. Yeah, this is so interesting, man. Remember, oh my God, I just realized something. Remember I told you that it began with Markle? I, I bet you that the court stuff started happening around the Libra new moon. Well, the full moon to follow that started the series of 27 degree full moon cycle. Boom. Let's start right here. Where is Queen Victoria's uh, asteroid queen, her Venus, at 27 degrees Aries, where the full moon after that new moon in Libra was? Wow highlighting something that she was subconsciously doing 12th house it's because of the culture in the first place because the the thing for the monarchs was to it's like it literally is succession like shiv and roman are not able to even have a conversation about ethics because at the end of the day there's an empire and someone's got to keep it yeah exactly so then we have her north node there we have her mars there we have her saturn there 
And like Prince William thinks it's helpful to say that if black people stop procreating, we can save the wildlife. Right. He's so tuned out of the conversation that we have to be able, it's important that he's so tuned out of the conversation because we need to, whereas before we would go, well, that's just how things are. Right now what's happening is there's a stark recognition of, oh no, get real. This guy's off. These people are off. The reason that I have nothing is because they have everything and they are racist idiots who don't even know how to work the content calendar. But I also don't think Meghan and Harry are the ones to guide the world in that direction. They're not meaning to. It's the same reason. Well, LOL. My, I just got hype and my fucking light fell. <laughs> they're not meaning to. They're not leading the world in that direction. The same way that Trump. Trump. They're the, trying to. They, right, 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 right. But that's, that's not. That, that, that's going to be give up. That is not going to be successful. They won't give up their titles. That's their They're the emperors with their pants down at the end of this. Yeah. And the whole British family is, and so is the entire U.S. system of governing. And it all starts with Victoria going, we keep the money because, check it out, which means I'm not going to marry a distant cousin. I'm going to make sure that people really, that was what she was known for. Talk about Travis Scott incident, replaying, replaying, replaying. She was known as the, I wrote it down, she was known as, I really, look, I did re- literally research. She was known as the famine queen because she, during the Irish famine, gave them like five pence or whatever. And then she also did something, she did all these things to save money. And she was revered by the UK or by the British as being the one, and, and Albert helped her. She and Albert balanced the books and they made a plan to protect their money forevermore. Hmm. Interesting. Well, she also was the longest monarch in history. It was, uh. She did make it to the 60-year jubilee. I think it's a good sign for Liz and for you guys in June. Fun. Uh, She's already past 60, isn't she? Wasn't the jubilee for the 60th anniversary? I think it's the 70th. Whoa. Or 75th. Wow, that's interesting. Anyhow, while you look that up, let me look at Elizabeth. Let me show you Elizabeth's chart. Now, uh, where is her Mercury and her war room strategist? Boom. Eight degrees of Taurus, where Uranus is right now, where Earth and the, uh, it's just been the whole Taurus-Scorpio conversation, and it's the conversation that now we're coming through to clean up, right? The North Node is going to start moving through Taurus. Yeah, it's her 70th anniversary next year. Okay, so she crushes. (laughs) Go, Liz. It's the Platinum Jubilee. Platinum Jubilee. Excellent. Uh, Victoria is pleased while she has... Well, she's sucking on her bottom lip in her grave. Now, they should really quit while they're ahead. Like, absolutely. That's the whole thing. That's why I'm trying to say to everyone that doesn't understand. It's not that I'm anti-money. I fucking love money. But it's not what we think it is. And we need to know that. There's no way to have that responsible neolib conversation that Meghan and Harry are trying to have. And do the and things they're talking about doing. It doesn't exist together. Yeah, you can't Fundamentally. Like, Because also like... I need to, someone needs to do some real reporting on this. I wouldn't be surprised if this is what comes out on December 4th and sparks. Yeah, yeah. The thing that people need to do real reporting on is how is their foundation working? Because apparently their foundation is like half content creation, half foundation. And you can't do that like tax wise and stuff. Wow, that's really interesting. Well, that's like even the reason the Moonyul is not is not registered under it's it's actually registered under Shining Armor Productions LLC because it isn't con- at the end of the day if you're making content it's a content company it's right. a production 
you can't say it's a nonprofit when it's not, but no one's done any of like the cold, hard reporting on that. So that I'm sure someone's working it's on a it. Great call. I agree. Then that's the kind of thing that's going to come out where they go. Actually, these people are bullshit everywhere. We're going to have to embarrass them right now to make a point. Right. And I don't even think they know their bullshit. I they think- don't No, That's the thing. They do not. They do not they- know their bullshit. They think they're Robin Hood and it's like, they no. think they are allowed to lie to whoever because that's what the royalty does. Right. They take countries and continents and they tell them it's for their own good. And then they hoard the fucking money while people are homeless and act like they are better than everybody when actually now they're just like shitting where they eat and don't even know. And they're like, oh, everybody eats doo-doo on a plate. It's like, yo, dude. You and like Diana yourself. got away with, Diana got away with lying to everyone the whole time. Love her, but she was a big liar. She was a big liar, but you know what? I don't know if she would have been had she not been put in this fucking absurd position to to sacrifice herself for the royalty. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I don't know. I think it's a cultural thing when you're in those that British upper class. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. There is a lot of wild stuff right. that goes on. Like, right. She thought it was normal. She, that she did sign up for it. Yeah, but also she grew up in that world. So that that's is, what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Harry and Meghan might not have signed up for this if they were raised in New Jersey in public school with us. But because this is the world that they were from, these things. Yeah, but Meghan's from. Like, well, that's why Megan's different than Diana. Yeah. And it's why I don't, like, that's why I think all of it is Harry's fault. Because I think Megan had no idea what the hell. Oh, it's about. absolutely Harry. But it's not yeah. Harry's fault. It's subconsciously Harry's karma playing out. This is a fake. Wow. Talking about eclipses, there's no manifesting. There's no consciousness. Eclipses are fate points. I'm checking what my plans are on December 4th. It's the moon yule, bro. We're going to do moon yule. Oh, and we'll see what happens to them then. Mm-hmm. It's either the fourth or fifth, but um, yeah, it's it's coming. Right, it's like next week, and there will be something. Now check this out, okay? The North Node, even for this next eclipse, is still in uh, the early degree. It's still at one degree, um, Gemini, where it's been for the past six, you know, moon cycles has or lunations has been between you know, four, then three, then two, then one, Gemini. Look where Victoria, who started this whole thing's sun and moon are. She had a new moon conjunction at the very beginning, two degrees of Gemini. The north node is on her new moon, sun and moon conjunction in her natal chart that's in the 12th house. She was actually living her karma by creating this system. But because now we're going to be having a north node moving through. Now, check it out, too. I looked at if Victoria were alive today, what is the karma of this soul, right? Does that make sense? So it's like if we didn't count her dead, if we just said, where is this soul's progression now? Oh, wouldn't you fucking know? First house, Scorpio. Seventh house with Uranus sitting right there with Queen, Taurus. And then we have at 19 degrees, the sun and Uranus and Neptune all at the exact degree of the upcoming final uh, full moon or new moon eclipse in Sagittarius in her chart, the second house of Taurus, money, values. This is incredible sinistry. I mean, or, or not sinistry, coincidence. The, ne- the last and final eclipse in her progressed chart is in the money house to the degree changing Megan? the belief systems. Victoria. Wow. It's it's phenomenal. Okay. So I am not going to go too- to bed. You got to yeah. go to bed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got to go to bed, but I'm also not going to be too optimistic because 
I think that what's going to happen is, yeah, maybe the old system will blow up in a certain way, but I think it's probably going to be replaced by an even just yes. dumb system. Absolutely. But as we know, like whether it was Atkins or what was the, what was the other one that had a funny name? Like carnivore. It was like Atkins or paleo paleo, whether it's Atkins or paleo, that still isn't the conversation about health. So there could be other systems that get slid in where some people are like, I lost 90 pounds eating only bacon. But long term, when we're talking about health, we are talking about a, like a, holist a whole holistic experience and resources and people, you know? So, so yeah, of course there's going to be plug and play systems. And every time a nation collapses, I mean, that's how new systems develop and become formed because that's what happened with Jesus, our boy Jay. He was just a Jewish dude who then created a chasm in the society where then two different camps were formed. And, and from that place, we started a more tribal experience of, which in some ways was separation consciousness, but it also created at least, it was, it was at least coming from the false place of love and his, my interpretation of what Jesus meant by love. Now what we're healing in this moment is, okay, it's not about Jesus, but it is about Christ consciousness. And actually, ultimately, even if we try to put in bullshit systems, like crypto is still capitalism the way that it is now. What Bitcoin is capitalism. It's Don't get too excited. Yeah, yeah. It's just capitalism for the digital age. But Stock market for nerds. Right. But what I realized, that's, that was my, my big epiphany, was like, oh yeah, the business I'm creating is actually going to be currency which for me has been comedy, love, and a good pussy, right? So it's sort of wow. like, it's sort of like, you know, uh, but, but in Victoria's karmic chart, this is what is being, I mean, even look at where Chiron in the sky is right now. It's on the north node of her current soul's iteration. In the fifth house, the children and how we collaborate with each other. In Aries, it's like actually to take care of yourself is to take care of others. That's what's being healed right now. That's why I've been screaming at everyone for two weeks. You don't get to be selfish and rich and think that you're a neolib. Yeah, you that rich, I agree you can be rich. I don't mind if there are billionaires. If we're not doing trickle-down economics so that we can keep the rich people doing tax breaks. If you are going to have all the money, you must be responsible for it. Or else you're going to go down like Megan making an oopsie by lying to the court and ending the motherfucking monarchy. That's why we have, like, libraries. Because yep. rich people felt guilty. They right. should feel right. guilty. Even the fact that this, all of this is coming around between this fucking fucked up publicist that's related to their... It's related to William and Kate's charity. How dare they use the word charity? People yeah. that have less than us. Actually, people that we're legally holding down. It's not a charity. You, 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 it's not, charity is a word that should be abolished from our vocabulary because there's no fucking charity. It, you are as healthy as your community. And if your community is dying for the sake of your royal uh, traditional legacy long term, it's not going to be a happy ending. And that's your choice. Wow, what a great place to end it. Mm -hmm. Thank and you for letting me do that. I hope it made sense. And I'm going to talk more and more and more about this as we get closer to two, 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 two. I can't wait. Um, everybody listen to Hamilton and Les Mis. <laughs> so we can discuss and tune in on Friday because you, got, you, you need something fun to do with your siblings. You're going to get stoned and watch Hyannah the Musical with us. Yes. So listen to this in the car with your family if they're cool. And then all weekend, watch, get stoned and watch Diana the Musical. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to Mystery Science Theater, Diana the Musical, and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. <sighs> okay, I love you. Goodbye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. 
Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Face trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.